What's up, everyone? We back with the Iron Skillet Podcast, Ola. episode four. Yeah. Special guest Rob Vinci in the building. For sure. Well, in the building tonight, we got the man Cliche, huh? AKA, maybe I should tap my face. <laughs> 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 we got Shatora Lane, the humble what's good, savage. What's good? What's queen, good? The queen. You know, Yellow Child's in the building, what AKA do? So One Hundred. Yellow. He's a bus. He's a truck. Hey. And of course, hey. T Clem TV hey. on the boards. A.K.A. the walking visual effect. My guy. Like I said, special guest Rob Vinci is in the building to talk uh-huh. Capital Society, what he's got in the works, and also the new release, Gritty. Oh, yeah. But as artists, you know, we're all different individually, but there's something that we all can relate to and that we all go through in some way, and that's writer's block. Ooh. I, myself, yep. mm-hmm. I have it time to time. Right. It happens. Um, but how, how do you approach it, Sha? What, what you got to say? So, like, um, I definitely, I was watching, the whole thing that sparked this idea is Sam Colder is, like, a really, really big videographer, and I was watching one of his videos, and I was showing it, he kind of, the way he started it was he said, amateurs wait for inspiration, and professionals go out and they find it, and then, like, that, like, kick-started the whole video, and of course it was fire, because it's Sam Colder, and I was like, dang, that's true, like, People that are super great at what they do, they don't just sit around and wait to become mm-hmm. inspired. Like they mm-hmm. go figure out ways to create that inspiration for themselves. And I've definitely had moments where I've had writer's block and it's been frustrating. And you kind of can beat yourself up if you're an artist and think like that you're not being productive or that you're not making progress just because you're not writing anything or you're not creating anything. Sure. Um, so I have five. Five tips. Not one. Meaning, if one of them doesn't work, don't say that it's, you got four other chances. Go find something. (laughs) So this first one that I have, that's the one that works for me. It's my go-to, and it says get active, go out and do something. So that could be, I mean, for me, what y'all probably know what it is for me. But it's working lunges. out, right? Lunges. I'm gonna go do some lunges. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go do some lunges. That's for thinking time. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like time to reflect, clear my head, and I'm usually listening to a podcast, and I'm ideas are just popping in my head, and I just write stuff down in my notes, and then I go take a shower. I feel refreshed, and usually I'm able to come back and like attack it. But you can also do like anything. Like you could go hiking. Uh, around here, that's like really easy to do. There's a bunch of places to go hiking or like go out on the river, anything like to get your blood flowing and just get out of your house, get out of being like sitting down, being right. stagnant. Doing the Makes same sense. thing. Yeah. Right. Get your blood flowing, get yourself moving around. Mm-hmm. That's my first one that I would suggest. The second one, which a lot of people don't think about this, number two, is change up your writing process. Oh. So a lot of people. They either write like in the same place over and over again, or they start out with the course every single time, or they start out with the verse every single time. And for a long time, I was that way. Like, I was super strategic. I was like, I have to do the hook first, and then I have to do the first verse. But you don't have to do anything. There's like no rules to creation, no rules to art. So if you're stuck on the hook and you can't think of something catchy, just just play the beat and start writing and like find something that catches like your energy and go with it. And then like once you're in a little zone and you have some stuff, write it down and like take a step back and see where you're at. Like that's definitely something that can help because as long as you're like doing something, as long as you're getting like 
some type of idea out, it's going to help you kind of progress and, like, get the ball rolling. Right. Sometimes getting started is, like, the hardest part. Finding that first oh, yeah. bar yep. is yeah. usually the hardest, at least right. for me. Right. It starts the whole song. Mm-hmm. Or your last four bars. sets the tone. Last four bars are good, too. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So definitely try that. Like, switch up your writing process. The third one, which is highly recommended for me, is reach out to other artists for collaboration. I do this all the time. So if I have a beat, like I'm famous for having beats in my playlist or beats that I've bought that I can't think of anything for. And luckily I'm sitting here with five other individuals that also write and I'm like, hey, I'm stuck. I can't think of a hook. Do you want to listen to this and see if you can come up with a hook for it? Or like, mm-hmm. I'll intend on writing the whole song myself, but I'll be like, eh, every verse that I've started is just like halfway. Let me think of somebody I know that could kill this. Right. Also, this is another thing that I'm, collaboration is huge. It's going to grow your fan base because you're going to be making music with someone else who has people that already go to their page, look for their music. When they see you, they're going to want to go see what you have to offer. So you could even go on Instagram, type in like the type of artist that you like, find somebody with like a following around the same or a little bit better than you, shoot them a DM. Be like, hey, like your music, this is my type of, like, this is the type of music I make. Like, hit me up if you ever want to link up, if you want to make something. And, like, that's a great way to network and a great way to just, like, kind of break that that cycle, mm-hmm. not being able to create. We also, I used to do these things, too, where we would call them, my family's, like, super artistic, though, so this is probably, like, not normal for most people. But we used to do these things called creation stations where, like, we would grab a beat and everybody would put a clock down and everybody would write to that beat for like 30 minutes. And you had a clock. That's dope. And you just wrote for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. And at the end of the 30 minutes, everybody spit their whatever they came up with. And it was just like a writing mm-hmm. like type of oh, check yeah. Out, yeah, exercise. And it was exactly. cool because everybody. Like that a lot. Yeah. I think we need to do that. That'd be cool. That'd like be a video cool video. Sure. Creation station video. Yeah. So that's definitely cool. Reach out to people, collab with people. It's going to grow you. It can help you get out of that little bit of a block that you're in. This other one is something that I do <clears throat> is read something that's super inspiring or intriguing. So, like, one thing that I used to do is I have, like, a stack of books that I – or, like, my go-to books that, like, whenever I'm – if I just need something to read, if I don't have a new book, I'll just go back and reread one of those. But also if I get stuck – and I'm bored and I'm at my house and I don't have anything to do, like I just pick out of one of those books, start reading. And sometimes, whether it's a storyline in the book, whether it's a quote from the book or just the general like idea that it's written around in general, it'll spark an idea for like a concept mm-hmm. for a song. And that's kind of like just something else that works for me. I like to read, but it, like say you don't like reading. Like, hop on YouTube and look up some, like, not music, but, like, look up some different genre stuff so that, that you know, like, inspires you or that you enjoy. And, like, you know what I mean? Dive into that for a little bit and see if it doesn't, like, spark some of your creativity or, like, a documentary that you like. Anything that's, like, inspiring to you or that kind of, like, gets you excited. Go back to those things whenever you're, like, feeling like you don't have any creativity or anything like that. I think it's cool that you said reading because last night I was writing – and, like, you know, just going through my head trying to think of the line to put down, I was just stuck on, like, real simple words. So I went and just picked up a, th- uh, a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> a th- thesaurus. There you go. So I picked that up, and I was just flipping through and just, like, I'd stop, 
and like put my finger on a word and then I just kind of run through some rhymes in my head and then keep flipping and so I feel you like reading or like I feel like if I if I could see the words I can you know string lines together in my head or gotcha. this or that yeah. for sure so yeah sometimes that helps me with writer's block definitely a lot of the time personally I uh I gotta put it down like uh, sometimes it'll take me a month to write a song. I've just finished writing a song last week that I've been working on since January. I think I bought the beat in January. Yeah. And I literally just finished it last week. I feel you. So. I feel you. Sometimes I you got to put it down and, you know, step away from it. Don't, don't rush it or don't sacrifice uh, quality right. for quantity trying to get to that next song you yeah know? that's 100 percent true masterpieces take time be very smart about that too that's that's a, that's something don't overlook that advice because mm-hmm. like right. i've made that mistake in the past where i've been like i gotta drop a song this week so i'm just gonna push out whatever i can come up with and lyrically it wasn't the best i could do so definitely take your time um, those goals are good to have though for sure because you don't want to sit on something too long that's i mean a big thing that i really regret is sitting on so much content for, for years and just n- and then after a while you can't even put it out because nope. sure. you hate it i hate it. well not even that just you know music changes and hell music changes every day yeah. like you just get you know, the bored with it different Definitely. from yesterday plus our voice changed you know what I'm saying? and like vo- four or yep. five years mm-hmm. and different type of things you're like damn i don't even rhyme schemes even outlooks mm-hmm. yeah like all of it so mm-hmm. This last one, this fifth one, is a new one for me, but it's like my saving grace. It says, take a break from writing and work on a different area of your creativity. That has been a savior for me. Very nice. So, like, I recently, within the past year, I got a camera, and I really wanted to start learning how to shoot video and how to um, take pictures and how to edit. So whenever I feel absolutely frustrated, like, I'll completely step away from music as a whole. I'll pick up my camera, and I'll go. There's, like, railroad tracks near my house. I'll go take some pictures, or I'll try to come up with an idea for a video to promote something I already have out, and I'll go outside, and I'll work on that. And sit down on my computer and start editing and it's just like it's still creative it's still something where I'm expressing myself mm-hmm. but I'm not like forcing myself to write music at that point in time mm-hmm. so you can do that any I mean let's like you could do that with video you could do that with photos like if you're really into just helping other people write music if you have friends that make music maybe you want to like sit down on a session and help other people write that's big you know what I mean that's Work how you on, stay productive yeah right. You gotta have more Videos. than one thing, like to be creative. Mm-hmm. Right, you, you can't just mind. stick with one thing, yeah. or you'll go crazy. Right, and it's tough doing that too. But also, you don't want to spread yourself thin. Yeah. So it's double-edged sword. Put too much on your plate. Like I do. You definitely <laughs> put a lot yeah. on your plate, you bro. Have a lot on your plate. Those were five tips for writer's block, and I think Shatori did a great job. What do you? How do you? Um, how do you go about writer's block? There's a couple different ways. Shatori really hit every topic on the head. Like right. yeah. you know what I'm saying? She basically summed it all up. I, like Shatora said on the last one, the fifth topic, go to other areas of, like, art and creativity mm-hmm. and try to see what I can spark from there. Like, Stanley was an artistic project that started off on a whim, and he went to where he is now, you know what I'm saying? There's not really many other things. And you've been directing a lot lately. Directing. You've Stanley Kubrick is one of my favorite we're gonna, we're gonna get <laughs> people of all time. In the episode. Yeah. But um, what about you? Well, one thing I want to bring back to you, aside from... Uh, you know, stepping away and putting it down because that seems to be the biggest thing for me. But sometimes I like to write in my phone. 
But other times, I like to pick up the notepad. Mm-hmm. And then here, as mm-hmm. of late, um, you know, usually when I write, of course, I started writing in a notepad. You know, I'll take one page, and that'll be a verse and a hook or this or that. I know you all have seen me lately to where I'll squeeze, like, five songs or five on verses page. on one page, and I just write real small. Why is that? I, it looks cool. It looks cool. It, it looks, looks cool. cool. I literally, look, look, here's. It does look pretty cool. That's four songs on Sheesh. one page. Looks like the and leavings, the leavings of Leonardo. Looks, cool. looks it's like some good M&M for the environment shit. too. I guess. Good for the environment. <laughs> saving your saving trees. <laughs> and I picked up from Yellow. I always date my date my lyrics. I now. always date my books. Like, <clears> I wish I would have back in the day. And Yellow always has, and he always. Hey, what's the date? What's the date? They taught you that in school. I always did it top right, and my name was on the top left. Like you still do it, huh? Still. Do I thought it, that was bro. like a my government ploy to like keep nah. us in line. It's cool because. When you die, motherfuckers are going to pick that up and see it and be like, oh, this is when this was made. Yeah. They can put it together chronologically in their head. Well, that's I what I that's also cool. want to do one day is, you know, when I'm looking back on it, I want to find a verse and be like, oh, I wrote this on uh, January 8th, 2018. Same. That sense of satisfaction or, you know, whatever. is awesome, no, too. for sure. That's definitely cool. I never do that. That's something that I should – I actually don't write – down things so that's probably when no shot literally yeah. goes, takes the Jay-Z so. approach <laughs> and I feel like I feel like we're gonna have to talk about that later on in the season on a different uh, segment yeah, but yeah, yeah. I wanna get in your head on your writing style and, and how you Jay-Z everything yeah, Wayne well, does that a lot too Wayne yeah. Wayne yeah, yeah. Just well, I've seen the documentary of Wayne and I'm not gonna speculate on how he does it but from what I see it looks like he kind of freestyles right. until he gets it, and then he'll, you know, yep, a couple lines at a time. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speculate here. Nah, right. he I'd like to man. do that, but I ain't got the patience. I'm to saying, do that. yeah, could Plus, you? I'm running back and forth. <laughs> could you imagine being the engineer for that and just sitting there like all no, day long? Like, like, have you seen the documentary, the Carter documentary? It looked see, like yeah. he was just sitting there doing yeah. it himself. Oh yeah, in the and hotel. then he probably he like just sends hotel? it off to get master. Yeah, yeah, he was in the hotel doing. I forget what it was. Like a lot of people, everybody has different tactics. When we had Benny on, he was talking. He said he does most of his writing in the studio, yeah. which is mm-hmm. inconvenient for people who are engineering, right? So on and so forth. But everybody has their own way of doing. I mean, things. me personally, I mean that is a pet peeve unless they are paying like by the hour, hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I'm actually getting paid to sit there. But I personally do not want to hear you writing to the song. Some people like engineer. the aesthetic of writing in say, a studio. His justification yeah. was that the energy is like flowing, and, 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 and it's positive. And I completely like, agree. Yeah. I completely agree because, you know, sometimes I'd rather write here. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I can't write sitting in my bedroom or whatever. Yeah. I've tried Same. and, and right. that goes back to getting up Environments, and yeah. yeah, change the environment, change the scenery, change the, you know, the whole attitude, you know. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Like, I remember some of the, our, like, my favorite songs that we used to make back in the day was always just a studio session mm-hmm. Saturday night that goes mm-hmm. till 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah. you know? You bump right. that shit for All right, months. well, it's another yeah. thing when everybody's Yeah, when everybody's writing. cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, because you're not, like, if I'm sitting having here, someone. Exactly. Somebody just paid for a session. Right. I got to sit there and listen to them. Like, that's cool if they pay them, but yeah. I don't know. Nah, it's different. Double-edged sword. Different situations for different people. If you got homies that are just down to, like, chill and you can record all night, that's one thing. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's a lot of different tips for you guys. That's a whole lot of tips. No reason to get writer's block. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) Yellow, what do you do for writer's block? Uh, Honestly, like, picking off kind of what Shatora said, like, honestly, like, change the genre of music, like she said, like, getting your mind off of, you know what I'm saying, what you've been dealing with. You're making rap. I mean, should listen to a little bit of rock or some R&B or, or something just to get your mind flowing on something Big. else. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, what was another one that I had? Um, oh yeah, like you said, like just getting away from it, like getting up, going to do something, just putting a pen down and just almost forgetting it exists for a little bit. 
come back so fully awesome. revamped. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That that stuff helps. It helps a lot. So make sure. The whole book. <laughs> I mean, the encyclopedia I was like, I had my block. bullet points down. I don't want to miss anything because I said I was giving you five, <laughs> and I'm not a liar. So I had yeah, to make not sure a liar. I hit all five points. I want to know what Trav's five tips are. You know? Yeah, Trav, what, come what, on, how Trav. Do you combat writer's block. Uh, well, I mean, I don't really write. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you mean like uh, video-wise. Yeah, there you go. Um, I just, Same difference. Yeah, I just go and watch shit that I've never seen before. You know. Mm-hmm. Get on Netflix and pick on something random. Damn. Do you ever get sparks. any inspiration, like, while you're watching porn or anything? <laughs> you're ever like, man, that angle, though. You had to. Did you just see me take the long pause? Like, should I say this right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now that, now that he brought this up, I, I'm very curious. Trav, do you feel like porn videos can be better with a better videographer such as yourself who knows how to find the angles. How do you feel about this? Okay, I mean, let's go. I there's... Too. This is, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Ah! <laughs> you dirty <laughs> dog, you. With that, we gotta, we gotta send it to the video. <laughs> Shy, you wanna do it? Alright, well, we're gonna take a hard, long pause from that, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're gonna step into another area. Wow. So, this actually, this video that I'm about to throw it to is my video, um, and we'll talk a little bit about the whole process after this, but this is the new video I just dropped. It's called 10 Years. So, me and Travis actually shot that video in my basement. Um, what we did was Travis got a projector off of Amazon, and then little did I know, like, he came over. I had the whole scene set up. Like, I went over to my uncle's house. I got the MPC and the records and all that stuff. And then I set up the whole scene. We had it looking great. And then all of a sudden we realized, like, we didn't have a screen for the projector to (laughs) project on to. Yeah. But also, remember, I forgot the projector in my house. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I had to go get the projector from my house. But that was actually perfect because when he left, my brother went upstairs and, like, rifled through his, like, all of his stuff. And he found, like, a blank white sheet. No way. That was perfect. Yeah, it was like it was meant to be. So we hung it up. I didn't even notice it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even think of the aesthetics like that. Good stuff. Yeah. So we, we shot most of the footage for that video down there. And one thing I will say, I got to shout out my brother because a lot of people don't know how many ideas he gives me or helps me with. Like, I'll give him a little bit of an idea. He literally came up with the whole setup for the basement. Like, he gave me that whole entire setup. He went down there and put all the records up like that and put the NPC down and everything. So, shout out to my brother because he's always helping me out with this kind of stuff. That's cool. But we did the first round of shots there, and it was I really, really liked how they came out. Um, and then what I actually did was I went through – on YouTube and all my old Facebook videos, and I looked for every old video I could find of myself like performing somewhere. Um, and we used to do these like freestyle Fridays in my kitchen. We used to throw house parties in my house back in the day. They, they were lit. <laughs> yeah, they lit, were crazy. By the way. Packed out like mm-hmm. hundred people in my kitchen. Like it was crazy. Cops and all. Yeah, there I was ran from the cops <laughs> once or <laughs> twice from your house. I want to say about four times for me. Luckily, I was the Travis neighborhood got, over. Travis got clotheslined in my yeah, back. Oh, where? You got clotheslined? By a cop? Yeah. No, no, no. By clothesline. We'll tell you guys dude. that story one day. That's a good one. I can't wait to oh, hear that. Man. But we had all the footage of that. I did a I did the talent show at Shenandoah every year, and me and my sister used to win every year. Um, I had all the footage from that. Uh, and then we went to 
my house, like my old house, my room and my grandma's is where I used to record. And I had my booth set up in my closet. I had all these pictures like all over the door and everything like that. So we went back there to get some B-roll for the video. And we went back to my old house to get some B-roll for the video. Um, so it's kind of cool because the people in my life that are close to me, that have been around, that have known I've been making music since I was like 11, they know the significance of all those places and they were there for all of that stuff. So, so many people text me when I drop the video, they're like, yo, I remember that night or I remember all the times that we had at that house and like, it was just super cool and I feel like it was kind of like a thank you to the people that have been with me this entire time. And that's what like the whole song is about because um, 10 years, it's like me and Travis and even Brandon like, have been around each other forever and we've been making music for like 10 plus years and it's been such a long road and that was my first drop my first like spotify itunes like streaming platform drop and i was super happy with the way it came out and just really proud for that to be like the message that i led with you know what mm -hmm. i mean right and it's just the first one of many to come so like i'm just i'm excited about it i feel like it came out really well and people just really appreciated like the nostalgia in it which which was dope. I think and it's very fitting, you know, all those meaningful uh, places and, and moments that you incorporated into it that, you know, the average listener is not going to notice, but like you said, your core, you know, fans or yeah. even you appreciate it. And that's what really matters. I think that's real dope. For sure. Thank you, man. It was, it was cool. And like, of course, Travis always comes through and he always delivers and he always kills it. And I made him draw that. If you go on iTunes and you look up the song or Spotify, um, the album cover, the album cover artwork. I came in one night and we're like, we need to make an album cover. And I was like, I seen these really dope line art drawings on Instagram. And I feel like something mm -hmm. simple like that would be cool for the cover. So he took a picture of me, literally sat on that computer and like drew the whole thing by hand. So he doesn't just make videos, ladies and gentlemen. He can make your album cover <laughs> and, and all that stuff. It actually looked like you. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was on point. And you just put a couple lines on the page and look, there's Shatora. Till trap five where? minutes. Where? Where? So <laughs> my computer just froze. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a good time. Um, but just that kind of leads us into like ten years is a long time. It's been way more than ten years, but like I said that in the song, but we've all been doing this for such a long time and it's been such a long journey. And that was a time for me to kind of look back and be like, dang, like, this is where I started and this is where I'm at now. And I can only imagine if I keep on pushing where I'm going to be mm -hmm. in another five years. Um, so I don't know if you guys, like, ever think about that, like, your journey and, like, where you've come, where you started. And, like, I can remember Brandon putting out songs when I was in middle school on MySpace. <laughs> like, he goes we way back. We had MySpace jumping. Damn. He did. And then MySpace You and Jason like, Tunison? <laughs> fell off Nothing. the face of the planet. Right. Y'all were popping. I feel like. And I'm I'm speaking for myself here. I feel like I've come so far, but I also feel like I haven't gone far, if that makes any sense. I guess you like I feel like I should be farther, but I feel like everybody should feel like that. Like Right. Like you want to do bigger and better things. Should it ever make you sense. take a step back and be like, damn, what am I doing wrong? You know? Oh, of course. Half the time I feel like I don't have time to take a step back and look. Which I should. I should mm -hmm. step back and appreciate things. I think I said that on the last podcast, but yeah, for sure. I uh, currently still have not had time to look back. <laughs> on I was just saying that earlier. Like as artists, we beat ourselves up so mm -hmm. much, and we really need to give ourselves more credit because we came right. really far. You know, no, for sure, totally. 
A hundred percent. I mean, even like for you, like, and the thing is, like, I've known all of you guys for so long, and like, I have very vivid memories of the beginning time of my experience with you making music, and like, I'm gonna paint this picture for you guys, like. I'm at my dad's house chilling. I have my laptop and my little my microphone, my interface in my dad's kitchen, and then Logan pulls up with my brother. Oh, facts. And this yeah. was I was like, gonna tell this <laughs> in the story. Yeah, you go ahead. Mm, like nah. he shows up, and then we start end up cooking up some music and. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Taking it all the way back, man. Like Shator was saying, she won the talent show every year, which I didn't know. I thought that was really cool, and it makes a lot of sense seeing you now at twenty. How old are you? Twenty seven. 28. 28. Okay. She didn't die at 27, <laughs> no, so we're all right. <laughs> we're good. But anyway. Um, I, thought was, I thought it was a 26 club. No, it's a 37 club. Oh. But you got it. And he's a 28 from, club? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. Go ahead. So I think I wrote my first song ever when I was in like second or third grade. And I remember being really happy about it. It was like second or third grade. Second or third grade. Listen Word? to this, bro. It's cool. It's cool. And like I sh- should have been rapping way earlier than I started actually rapping. I remixed Peter Cottontail, and I can remember the lyrics vividly. What? Like I had, <laughs> I had like I was talking about the rabbit hole, and like way before I was into what? like you know psychedelics or anything. And then I made an Elvis Presley reference within the Peter Cottontail remix. Hold your butts. <laughs> <laughs> like and then. My teacher was really excited for me, so she was like, you know, performing in front of the whole class, and I did. Everybody clapped for me and everything, and I was like, yeah. It's it cool high. ever since. Ever since you I performed cool it in guy. class? In class, in front of the whole math class. Yeah, it was cool. Wow. That's crazy. It you was pretty dope. It blew my mind. And then <laughs> I think come around, you know, I took a break off of that because I was a kid. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Yeah. Seventh grade comes. I, crank That Soldier Boy came out in seventh grade. I, I made a remix because my math teacher... It was ironic that it was also another math teacher. Her name was Miss Yule. No, no, no exaggeration. No exaggeration. So I remixed it and threw her name in it a couple times, performed it in front of the class. And everybody was like, Logan, you're great. And I was like, yeah, I know. Suck my dick. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm ashamed Excuse to say my, I did that beat too. I think you probably did. Did you? <laughs> Excuse my vulgarity. But no, man. And then yet again, I took a couple more years off. I was doing other things like exercise, like basketball. I was trying out sports and stuff. I think I was like 16 when I was hanging out with your brother a lot. Yeah. Um, and we would write songs all the time. They never really go anywhere. We would just like sit in his Jeep and write and smoke. Da 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 da. He hits. He's like, you know, we can go to Shatora's studio one day if you really want to record this. And lo and behold, we get there like the next day because I think he, he hit you up the day before. We pop up there. And Shatora's in this house. I don't even remember what location we went to. It was just like a house. Um, <clears throat> And she has her equipment, which is not the best equipment, but what do you expect? It was damn near yeah, we were fucking eight years ago. <laughs> for sure. Records it for us. <clears throat> Hottest song of the summer. I don't care what anybody said. <laughs> That's how you should be. Yeah. Right. So, licking season. We had everybody wanting to kick people's doors in and uh, rob the plug, essentially. It but was crazy because like I told them, I was like, listen, I usually <laughs> don't off. record my own music. Like, I don't know anything about mixing. I can definitely record it for you, but like... I'm not professional. I, like, tried to, like, preface that. And I threw this little mix on it, and they were so hyped. They were like, this is so great. I was like, okay, as long as you're happy with it. Yeah, I don't know. I was so (laughs) satisfied, bro. And I think Shatora left, like, it was, like, dubbed four times. Because, like, I was not used to hitting the mic at all. So, like, I was like, da-da-da-da-da. And then she was like, do it again. And then Uh, layered that shit. And then I was like, all right. So the song came out, and it was, like, four layers of me just saying the same shit. Yeah. It was crazy nah, times, crazy it was, times, man. That was really cool, and it's a memory I'll never forget. It got us to where I, it got me to where I uh, am today. For sure, man. You know, thinking about it, 
uh, sometimes we like to look at our how far we've come by, like literally how far. But you know, sometimes it's because now I'm looking back. I'm like, you know, ten years ago I wasn't this confident in my music, or oh, yeah. I didn't have the sound. I didn't have a you know a sound or style back then. So. You know, I have come a long way. Oh, yeah. Look at him. He's having the revelation on the show. There it is. He's looking back. I just had the revelation. Like, you know what? Maybe I have done something. You have, man. What about you, man? Pat yourself on the back. Yeah, 10 years. Like, Well, I know it's probably been more than 10 years, but like. Definitely. It's been a long time. Um, Well, me, I just started out freestyling a whole bunch. Like, Brandon had to get me to write. He's like, dude, why don't you just, why don't you try writing? And I was like, bro, it, it ain't for me. He's like, mm-hmm. just try it. And then he did five mixtapes of freestyle before he started writing. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> Small fact. When I first met Brandon, I was 17. And um, I met him through my cousin. And I did my first mixtape in two days. And we was like, oh, shit. And then we just kept it going. 12 years later, here we are, still doing the same shit, elevating every day. But nah, I feel like I've came a long way in 10 years. Um, in the next five or ten, I definitely see us doing way bigger things. I mean, we just got to get out of town and do a lot more stuff because, honestly, we're the ones holding ourselves back. It's our talent been there. I mean, everybody yeah. in this room, I mean, shit, like, I can vouch for all of them. I don't even have to, but I just know they dope. So it's just, shoot, five, ten years. If we really want to elevate, I think we can get out of here. So I'm excited. I agree I'm with excited. you 100% on that. I think it's going to be less than five years. Me too. Uh, yep. The talent is here. And I think solely what, what it's, it's based on is the hard work with media right, and it, just networking and rubbing elbows with those right people, man. Yeah. You, you always hear it in the articles that you read or these fucking forums that you go to right. that are like, it's not who you are, what you do, it's who you know. Yeah. And like, that's, you know, 100% true. In oh, yeah. Shape sure. or form. For sure, 100%. That's why it's all about collabing, man. Like, I'm telling you, what like, you, you never know. You hit, some, you hit somebody up, you shoot yeah. them a link to your music and you talk about, like, collabing. Like, I did that the other night. Like, someone... Mm. Like, followed me on Instagram, and I clicked their page. I saw that they sing, and they had a couple rappers on their stuff. So I went to their email because I was trying to be professional about it. And I was like, yo, man, I just looked at your page. I looked at your YouTube channel. I like what you do. Like, if you ever want to collab or get on a hook, like, let me know. I'll de- I'm definitely down. And he was like, yeah, about. definitely for sure. I'll let you know. Like, And it's all about that kind of stuff because you never know, man. You make a song, and then that dude, like, goes on tour, and then maybe he's like, hey, this girl's cool. I've worked with her. Like, you want to come on tour with me? Yeah, I'm in her town. Like, uh, know. yeah, I want to go on tour. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, you never, you really never know. So a lot of people don't know, but Migo, the the whole video concept actually started as a, a two parter, um, and Migo was actually the second part. We actually never shot part one, which was supposed to be my video for OT off my Ben Gritty mixtape. Um, and Ben Gritty was going to go into, or not um, Ben Gritty, OT was going to go into Migo as I was waking up in the hotel room, and then the sequence of Migo would have happened. I feel it. So so okay. that was that was where the whole Migo concept started. And actually, now that we're talking about Migo, me and Yellow were talking about this earlier. What's up? Uh, the night that we did Migo, Migo actually got pushed to the side. Migo almost didn't happen. I don't know if any of y'all remember. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Shaw was there. That no, you were because it was after a podcast one night. Um, I'm I'm not sure which one from season one, but I found the uh, Migo beat, and I started writing the hook. And then I don't know what happened, but everybody's like, "No, I'm not really feeling it right now." So we ended up doing another song called "I'm the Man." Which didn't even make part one. It, it literally got left off, and I don't think anybody Red, has Red listened to it since. Right? 
from the mid. Yes, yes, game. Jet was on the, the hook. But, yeah, Migo almost didn't happen. If I didn't go back to that hook and was like, you know what? I hear something. Like, let's make we this happen. have this. Yeah. But <clears throat> so Migo started as uh, a two-part series. And actually, we're going to introduce our special guest real quick, Rob Vinci. Hey, what's, what's up, up brother? Hey. What up with you, man? Hey. Oh, no, what's going on? I appreciate Homie just me. dropped his new single, yes, Gritty, sir. featuring myself. Yes, go sir. That fire. So... When we were creating it, he came to me with the idea. I was at work one day, and he texted me this this whole whole storyline. I was like, "Yo, this is like an episode of Power." Like, ah, uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And then we just literally just bounced ideas back and forth that day, and then finally sat in with Trav. Where where did the the inspiration from that come from? How did you start on that? Like, what's up? Um. I think growing up, I've always liked movies like Scarface and Godfather. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just didn't want the uh, the risk of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I'm all about taking... I'm, I'm cool at taking risks, but, you know, I really watch what risks I'm taking, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So, you know, I figured, you know, why not be a gangster in a movie instead of real life? There you, know you go. I mean? <laughs> Much more <laughs> safe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Which was more safer? It saves jail and it saves early death. You there know you know go. I mean? so, he still got that feeling off your chest. <laughs> right, right, right. I am a gangster. <laughs> right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, I mean, that was one of the inspirations of it, you know, and um, I just like people to be entertained. Like you guys were talking earlier about the storyline. I mean, I think it's a good thing for videos because people actually look at it and, you know, they into the story itself, mm -hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it definitely brings a lot more attention to your videos. So I, I love the storyline part about the videos, you know. Uh, people, I seem like people was mad attracted to that. that I feel like you've video. been you've been building up for this because I, I feel like it was it was a while back you were, uh, you know, trying to get into acting or, or not necessarily get into acting, but working on your acting. So right. I feel like it was just a matter of time before something like Gritty happened. Oh, definitely. Um, acting is, I mean, rap is one thing. I love rap, don't get me wrong. I mean, acting is definitely a career I would love to pursue too. And, you know, directing also, like, just, uh, you have to do it all these days as being For an artist. For sure. You know I mean? right. And online, it helps you a lot because, I mean, you could just show all your talents. You For know sure. What I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you could do it yourself. So, I mean, I, I'm willing to try everything, you know what I'm saying? I'm on this new awareness and this new awakening of just, like, you know, being free to just do what you want, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to take no for an answer, you know? I'm confident in, like, you, the rest of y'all and my mm -hmm. abilities to do what I do, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Right. And, you know, that's just the game, you, you know, that's how I feel. I feel that's like dope. it's got to be like that, and I, I feel like everyone should feel that way as an artist or an actor or, or whatever it is you're doing. If you're sewing, clothing, you know, yeah, you right. should feel that exactly, way. Exactly, definitely. So Migo actually connects right into Gritty. In fact, I'm playing the same character, and we have brought Rob Vinci into the Migo cinematic universe, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. We have just Nerd. developed our own <laughs> cinematic universe here we out go. here. The MG. Here we go, the MG. The MG. CU. The Migo. See, I like it. I like it. The MGCU. There you go. We're just going to keep building, and then, you know, whenever we feel there's a song that we could bring those characters back. Bring them back. Gritty, you know, hard characters back. Like, I can't wait till we see what happened with the Migo bag. Like, Shadun ran off with the bag and the I know you did that, and, you know. 
<laughs> exactly. Like I had to do it. I'm sorry. I had Child, to do we it. Gotta, we got to figure out what, what happened to you after that. We got. Hey, we got to show the world. It might be a turn up. I might be, you know, hey. somewhere oh. with the bag, like oh, just champagne bottles everywhere. Like it might have turned into a crazy night. So there's lots of places that you can take that, and like that's why I'm glad that you said that. Like you feel like the storylines brought so much to the song and I feel like that's one thing that Travis and all of us were kind of saying as a tip like whenever you can build a storyline around your song I think it's gonna resonate with people a lot more like if you think about a song that you like the video most Mm -hmm. of the time you like the video because there was something super impactful in the messaging you know what I mean and with songs that are just straight performance shots you got to have a banger of a song for mm-hmm. people to be like, that's a good video. Because your your lyrics and your mm-hmm. energy are carrying that piece Angles of work. Angles and effects are only going to go so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have a storyline, you can definitely do that. And, like, I'm going to tell you, like, I haven't done a whole lot. Muse was probably the first time I ever did that was my video, Muse. And I remember, like... I texted Travis about it, and he was like, okay, Chitor, just write out all of the shots. And I was like, oh, crap. So I'm sitting there, <laughs> like, trying to – that's where I learned out what a shot list was, and I was kind of diving into that. But um, it definitely portrays the messaging a little bit more clearly. And I know Logan can speak on that because mm-hmm. Fallen Angel was – it was a movie. <laughs> it was definitely a movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and stem off. I like what you said, Rob, about mm-hmm. when you were – getting into it and you said it, you called it an awakening mm-hmm. because that's essentially what it is you just like wake up one day and you're like you know what what's holding me back i'm gonna fucking do whatever the hell i gotta do right, right. nothing stopping me also feeding off that is going back to what we said earlier about the other areas of creativity like <clears throat> sometimes you just get a blockage and you're like man i need to express myself in different ways videos tie into that because <clears throat> you can't always say what you mean in a song. You know what I'm saying? There's so many words that you can use before you're overwhelming someone mm-hmm. or they don't know the vocabulary off the top of their head. It's not going to be an enjoyable song to listen to. When you put a video to it, it's a whole different spin on what you're saying. You can literally have a concept for a song that's like over here, but then you put out the video and it's like, whoa, and then he brought them together. Right. Like, I think that's really cool. Fallen Angel was intense for me. It took me damn near a year it was intense for me and i can imagine <laughs> it took i was a like couple months to shoot yeah it did, it did. uh and i actually wanted a, a third day to do more but i remember the battle scene the battle scene yeah. and i didn't get everything that i needed from amazon people weren't cooperating and i'm super grateful for the people that did cooperate especially a lot of the shit that i conducted early on when i did like loading and had people like collab with me and stuff it's much harder to do it now because everybody's busy and we've boosted a lot of people up in the town you know and they're off doing their own things now so that's a whole different topic but directing fallen angel was the most stressful thing i've ever done but also very rewarding because i had people like shatora i was bouncing ideas off of travis i was bouncing ideas off of and it came together as as good as i could have seen it in my head you know i did all that i could to make it what it was i gotta tell you like I remember him sitting in my kitchen, and he broke down every single scene, every shot, the way it would transition, and the detail in it. And I remember in my head being like, this is going to be crazy. This is also, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I was, was a movie. But I was down to help him, but I was like, man, this is a lot. Like, I hope, I hope we off? can figure it out. Yeah. But, like, <clears> everything <throat> he told me, everything... I mean, you could tell that he was very serious about getting it done, and everything that he told me he wanted to do, he made it happen. 
And so, like, that's also a testament to, like, don't sell yourself short with your ideas of what you think is possible or what you want to do in a video because, like, limit, yeah. go on. You th- you know what I mean? Like, the internet, Fiverr, a million different things. You can go figure out a way to get what you need to make it happen um, and to get your idea across. So, like, I really do think, y'all, to bring it back full circle, like, just the level of I can tell that there was so much planning that went into it and a lot of intention and yeah. You conveyed a lot of that emotion across in your acting and also just mm-hmm. with the, the shots that you set up and the way that you had them done. And, like, I want to give both of you guys props to that. Definitely. And, and Travis yeah. for yeah. killing yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, like, people definitely need to show show some love and, like, definitely recognize that that's a really awesome piece of art that you guys put out. It was, I thought it was, it was very it's detailed. I'm definitely a huge fan of that video. And I like how you guys tied it into the Migo. Off the part one, uh, da 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 da. I said it as soon as it came out. I was like, man, these cats are genius. You ample because you got Mulan as a cameo. You know, she wasn't even in the song, but she was a cameo. Not only was that cool for eye candy, not saying anything about women or being eye candy, you know what I'm saying? Shout but out to King Mulan, too. Shout out King Mulan. It was cool because everybody in town knows that she's also an artist, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Great collaboration, even if she was only a cameo. Right. She had her own, you know, acting scene. Like, she was. Running the running the yard, yeah, facts, yeah. <laughs> like we, we she, oh yeah, she, she had the bread and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we set up a whole. Uh, we gave her a whole role, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but and then, yeah, it was it was a lot of plotting and planning. Me and me and Rob were back and forth about it, you know, chopping it up as well as you know relaying with Trav how we could do it. Right. You know, you even bought X amount of props. Like you, yeah. you finessed that joint. Ooh, like I mean, it was really good for, especially for as much time as we had. I feel like it happened so fast because. We wrote the song probably like a month and a half before we actually... I actually found it the yeah, other day. It was in know? January. Right, right, right. Well, and we came to Travis with dope. the video idea. And like, I think you only had like a week and a half probably. Yeah. So, and y'all came together. Like, I get brought the idea, but between Travis and Bull, like, they really did their thing with finding the location, bringing it together, like... A lot of that was them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just probably gave them, the, I gave them the idea for the most part, and they just like, you know, like, let's do it this way. They found the actors and this stuff like that. So shout out to them. Like, they really did a great job with that. Any, anybody comes to me with, like, a, a video of, like, that has a storyline to it, I'm all in, like, <laughs> right. 100% because I just love making a story, you know? Right. Exactly. Definitely, I remember definitely. we had a few inquiries last year that um, never got put into fruition because – people were unprepared and that should be a tip for anybody out there if you ever come to a studio nine times out of ten you better have your lyrics down if you want to record or if you want a video done you got to have a storyboard you know unless you're just pitching mindless ideas at somebody and he's like okay it sounds cool but what do you anticipate to do with this information you know what i'm saying yeah i think like if you're i think it's important to be really upfront with the person you're working with like if you're an artist and you're looking for a videographer to create your storyline and your vision that's fine that's completely (laughs) fine but you just got to be upfront about that in the beginning and say like i have this song i'm looking to pay for someone to shoot it and -hmm. and make a shot list and a treatment and like i just want to know how much that would be so that the person knows what they're getting into Mm -hmm. um and it's clear and like 
I think the preparation thing is so important and I've, I'm, it's trial and error and learning, but it's like, you got to have three backup plans. You got to have command strips and duct tape and totally. extension oh, yeah. cords and batteries and cause you Generators. just, yeah, like right. you never know what's going to happen, you know? Right. And like, that's why like you guys working together to come up with the whole entire, like at knowing exactly what you're doing when you pull up to location, what order you're doing it in, what props you need, like most people, when they see a video, they don't think about that. And if you're a new artist that's, like, trying to shoot your first video or, like, reaching out to somebody to shoot a video for you, just keep those things in mind, like, Especially you know? for uh, price-wise. Yeah. Because I'll get people hit me up about shooting videos, and they want to know a price, and they have some crazy idea. I'm like, well, that's going to cost money. And they're like, what? Like, it's just, you're just clicking a button, you know? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not that easy. It's yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. And then once once some, they do something like that, they're like, oh, I understand now. Like, that takes a lot of work. So yeah. Let them sit down with you and edit the video. Right, yeah. They're going to be like, Come in oh, here and what? sit with me for 10 hours staring yeah. at a screen yeah. and then tell me. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Eyeballs bleeding. Right. I like that you, that Bull has he's put this idea out there that, he started this Marvel Universe type thing. It's not Marvel. It's Mego. <laughs> it's Mego Universe. <laughs> Mego Universe. The name is tentative. No, that, that could work. But I see a lot more of that coming in the future. Uh, I know I have a video that's definitely going to correspond with the recent video that you guys just put out. I actually go to shoot it tomorrow. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I think that's going to be super dope. I want to see... Other people within the town do it also. So if you guys want to do something uh, and collaborate with us in that aspect, if you just want to be a cameo, hit us up anytime. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't for be sure. afraid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're I think here it's to help really y'all. cool for people to perceive, the people who are not artistic or musicians, to see and perceive all of us working together on cool projects like that nice. is only going to make all of us stand out. Right. And it's going to bring a lot of light to Winchester in the long Definitely. run. Definitely. For sure. You know, a good friend of mine is... <clears throat> It's funny you brought that up. A good friend of mine, J-Law of One Room Media, always says, you know, you can hit up 100 people and, you know, ask for this, ask for that. Just be prepared because only, like, one to ten of them are even going to hit you back. Yeah. But you can't be afraid to ask because you never know what opportunity is going to come. Yeah. And you really can't be scared, especially right. in the uh, in the lanes we're in. No. Like, I've, chances, I've, I've yeah. learned that here in the past, like, few months, you know. Right. Especially with, and like, it's the, worked out. With the Kevin Farley interview and stuff, all you gotta do is send an email. Like, Shoot what, your shot. What is the email gonna hurt? You know, you got mm -hmm. nothing to lose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Say no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you I'm in the same spot I was okay. ten right. minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 Asking people, yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, I th I really do feel a storyline adds a whole nother dimension to not only a song but you know the artists. Uh, it shows another side and it shows uh, what an artist can do. And of course, you could go with the pull up hop out method that I've coined which <laughs> it does work you know you, you see a scene you're like oh I think that would look good over there let's hop out get our scene and then we're gonna go find the next like you know with with some songs it works and I think uh, I don't think we're on air when we're talking about this but uh, you got a banger Mm -hmm. And that song's gonna carry yeah you just yeah. need some visuals some performance shots yeah. chopping in with some effects whatever right. but you know to really capture the audience and their attention a storyline it you know 
really brings them in and, and it gets them invested. Like that's how you get invested in a movie. You see the characters, you're like, Oh, that's cool, you know, oh they that's teach cool. you, I like him. Yeah. They teach they teach you this shit in English class, man. Like mm-hmm. any story that you ever had to write or for a project, it has these like five bulletin points where it's like, you know, you start off I don't remember the terminology. All I remember is there's like a climax in the middle yeah. and then a conclusion. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's really all you need to know yeah. to make a good ass video and yeah. a storyboard. I wanted to ask you, Rob, your five tips for um, writer's block. Or if you have any other ideas. Or any tips. I can't do five. Like, like, (laughs) 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 Um, I really liked all the tips. Like, Shator hit it on the uh, nail. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing I would probably add to that would probably be meditating. Um, That's a huge one. I I started meditating a little bit more, and that definitely clears your mind a little bit and kind of helps a lot. So, I mean, if you ever get into meditating, you know, it's definitely a good thing. You use an app? Uh, I use YouTube. Oh, there you go. Um, they got, like, meditating meditating programs and things you can listen to That's and cool. sounds to help you, you know, get that energy or whatever. But meditating is definitely a How good thing. How long do you meditate? Man, I, honestly, I just started, like, really, like, last year. And I don't do as much as I should, uh-huh. but, you know, just more and more just trying to build up spiritually and just, like, like I said, clearing my mind more, it definitely helps. I've seen it does help. Yeah, it's cool. a game. Even changer. yoga too. <laughs> I mean, I don't do much yoga, but the yoga I've heard yoga is really good. Oh, I, yoga. I think I think we should I think we should all do a meditation next door one day. Oh, that yeah. would be yeah. great. For the people who don't know, we're right next to a yoga Guys, I feel studio. Like, I feel so. like that'll help me with my. Would you say my retrograding? Oh, mercury your Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde, so fool's all fucked up. <laughs> that'll yoga help studio probably be happy like to have us quiet for once too. Yeah, you know, while, the, while they're meditating. <laughs> yeah, right. for, so sure, true. for sure, for sure. That's a that's a that's a major key though. Like, don't overlook that. Like, get headspace, get calm. Because I will tell you, like, mm-hmm. that's something that I started doing. When I do it, it's a world of difference, and it's the kind of thing where it's like, why do you not do this every day? Because right. it helps it's so, so easy, much. Easy yeah, so definitely, like, don't overlook that tip. That's huge. Right that's there. awesome. I like that one. That's I was gonna awesome. Say, also, when you're talking about doing your lunges for the five tips you did, mm-hmm. mental and physical health go hand in hand. For anybody who doesn't know, that's like common sense. Right. When your physical health is up to par, your mental health is also up to par. Yep. And sometimes, it's as a balance. Artists, and just people, millennials living in 2019 in general, we have a lot of shit in our head that we just sometimes need to. And bodies. Take mm-hmm. and bodies. <laughs> and uh, just. Uh, clear out of our heads man sometimes we're worrying about stuff that we don't even got to worry about right. you know what i'm saying we just so much shit on our heads it doesn't need to be in there i'm done with fast food like really watch what you eat like uh-huh. you gotta watch what you eat there's like yeah. hormone differences and right. facts nah, i'm not self-conscious about my body but like it makes a difference in how you feel well yeah, no exactly. i i, I know i look good yeah. i just yeah, you know yeah all that fast food you eat it and you're like oh it yeah, makes you what feel did I do to myself? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've been thinking about for the past 30 minutes is what am I going to eat when food. I leave? How am I going to get fast food? Oh, yeah, what else am I going to do? It's so tempting, though. Yeah. It's is hard. Is sheets considered so fast food? Cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm Unless you get a salad. You know what's crazy is I was thinking about going to sheets. You can get a spicy chicken salad. It's fire. 
She's blooded. In that bad or I mean the chicken's not great. It's probably like right. got a lot of hormones and all that. Yeah. But I mean if you're gonna go to sheets, you might as well get a salad. You're not eating bread and like What am I a rabbit? <laughs> Travis, Tra- I'm yeah, trying Travis to help his hamburgers. You know that. <laughs> I it's really hard that. Thing to like Little though. do you guys know I'm planning a sk- I'm planning a little s- skit where I make all of them come with me to the gym and my CrossFit people are gonna put us oh, all through a true. workout. Oh, Little do you guys know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so oh man, can I wear like I'm gonna wear a tight jumpsuit? Everyone <laughs> oh, see my bulge and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm wearing my so single. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a big enough zoom lens to see your bulge. I'ma stuff it. Hey, we just we just went way off topic. Excuse us. He's like, bring it back, bring it back. You got it, you got it. So in the building tonight, we got the special guest, Rob Vinci, with yeah. us. You oh, already know James what it is. on <laughs> dripping. He's dripping out here. <laughs> that drip is real tonight. Yes. <laughs> we out here. What's up, man? How you feeling? I'm great, man. I appreciate y'all inviting me here. This is definitely an honor Of course, man. We felt like, you know, we want to reach out to people it. we feel... You know, deserve some shine around here that that are really doing something and you know getting out there. Um, and in fact, we're going to be bringing on a lot more. But talk to us about Capital Society. How did that come about? Um, Capital Society has been my thing really for like five years. The name is uh, at least uh, mm-hmm. I've always represented it. Um, I've actually been, been legit the past. It's been legit since the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. I got my license, my business license for it. And the Capital Society is just a record label. Um, we're selling records, merchandise, you know. And um, right now I'm just working on building the brand. Um, Rob Vinci's the only artist signed to it right now. So I'm just building him up and definitely looking for other ar- other artists as well. But um, just my main focus is just building the brand, brand and networking and reaching out and getting out, getting the things out more. So do you, would you like to, uh, like, is one of your passions finding talent and like oh, helping build them up? Definitely. So you're on the lookout right now. Definitely on the lookout. Uh-oh. Um, I'm not gonna say the budget's there right now. I'm not no multi-millionaire I right now, you. but I, I mean it's you. gonna get there one day. Believe that. It's all about the grind, um, man. Yeah, definitely. It's all about the grind right now. But I mean, I'm always looking to sign singles and get artists. You know, get songs from artists and things like that. Right now. Um, I've already talked to King Milan on working some stuff with her next year, so hopefully we get that together. So uh, I think that's the next artist that's probably going to be under the label, at least a couple of singles, at least. That's pretty fire. Super dope. Yeah, yeah hearing fire. you talk about it, you sound so confident. You know I, what I'm saying? You know, it's like you say, like it's, we've been doing this for like ten years more plus. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like the times now. You know what I mean? Um, Man, I'm almost cool thirty years moves. old. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I don't have too much time in the game. I don't really mind sharing my age because, you know, I want to be an inspiration to the people coming up. You know what I'm saying? Excellent. And I don't really see rap as the, I mean, I'm always going to do music regardless, and I don't see it as an end game. So I kind of look at it as kind of like stock. You know what I'm saying? Um, I kind of started investing a little bit mm-hmm. last year, and, um, you know, it's crazy because, like, my portfolio was, like, over 100%. Like, so, like, that's you good. know, just starting out, you know, that's something totally. like, really looking into like my thing is like financial freedom and being independent and just being on your own you know what Smart i'm saying man. like exactly you know i want to hand something to my children at the end of the day mm-hmm. and so like 
the money right now isn't really the goal, like the millions. I mean, I know that's going to come at the end of the day, but I'm here for the long term. You know what I'm saying? Like, Longevity. so what? Yeah, exactly. So like, my music's going to be here forever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I said, I look at it as a stock, you know, something in the future could happen to me where like, it don't even matter. They're going to go back and look at my music regardless. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I own all that. So, you know, that music's coming to me that's or big. that money is coming to me at the end of the day. Royalty. So, you know, exactly. So like, mm. as long as you're being smart and, um, Put, putting uh, getting your um, license with the right people like ASCAP, BMI, um, you know distribution things. You know as long as you know your paperwork and do your homework, you know you could really be successful in this game. Um, you just gotta grind it out. You know what I'm saying like this isn't easy. It it, di it didn't happen just yesterday. Like I said, I've been doing this for a minute, and you know that's where the confidence yeah, right. come from. I wasn't always confident. You know what I'm yeah. saying like. You had to build it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, y'all yeah. doing this. This is some pioneer shit. I'm sorry for cursing you my language, but yeah. good. You know, yeah, we do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real, y'all some pioneer shit. Like, you know, I really see the potential in you guys, what y'all are doing here. Appreciate and, you know, even, it, even the sit like, all the artists and like the music, the game in Winchester is coming up. Like, it's got it big over the yeah, past exactly, year, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I feel like we're. I'm not trying to boast this, but, like, I feel like we're a part of that because, you know, they looking at us at the end of the day. And even the younger kids before the, mm -hmm. before then, they're looking at us. So it's, like, it's only going to get better. And you just got to treat yourself as gold and, you know, invest in yourself. Yeah. And you're, you know, don't worry about hitting viral. You know what I'm saying? Like, slow process is a good thing, too. You know, the rabbit doesn't always win the race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you got to be the turtle sometimes. projecting that right image, you know, as a role model. Exactly. Um. And also, you know, looking at the whole capital society and what you said is, you know, you're trying to build something, you're trying to build a brand. And I think that's dope. You know, you put you too. put your son in the gritty video, let him do his yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. I know yeah. he appreciated it and had a good time. Yeah. And I think that's dope. You building up, you know, a brand, uh, a label, a business, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, the overview of it, All building of it up and, and then having something to pass off to your kids and i think that's real dope appreciate it man. It's legacy right yeah that's, that's what it's about man like um in america black men i haven't got the reputation or of being great fathers you know even though there's a lot of great black fathers out there but the the storyline is we don't do what we're supposed to do for the yeah. most part you know the the main media tries to distribute that storyline which isn't true at all yeah. so you know i'm always thinking about that being a light you know giving something to my kids at the end of the day because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Like I said, tomorrow's not promised at all. You know, I want to do everything I can now to be not even just my children, just my, I got nephews, nieces that I, I you know, I love. You know family. what I'm saying? I'm trying there to take care of everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even the friends around me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we can all do this together. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be a light and inspiration to people at the end of the day because, like you, say that. you know like, what I'm saying? Light. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, karma comes back around all the time we're all one as people at the end of the day so the way i treat you you know i'm going to get that back. back at the end of the 100%. day you know yeah. what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i'm i'm just a big person on love the universe and things like that and i you know I, it's just you know that's where my head's at right now i like I mean, where your head's at super awesome it. i think you're definitely a staple for the area um i love what you're doing Appreciate 110% it. i think you're definitely setting the way for a lot of younger people like you were saying and a role model you're beyond a role model Appreciate already it. Thank and, like, you, you know, like, that yeah. energy and that mindset is going to take you so far. And, like, I think a lot of people mm -hmm. should open their minds to what he's saying because 
I mean, the mentality, it's like hip-hop, so it's super competitive. And, like, sometimes we can get into a mindset of, like, I need to be the best or, like, I'm right. against this person because they make hip-hop music. But that's not true. Like, right. at the end of the day, it's, like, it's expression. It's art. We're all Thanks. trying to do it. Right. And, like, we come together. Like, this is, like, a theme that we say every single week, so you should know it's important. Like, you come together. You collaborate. Right. Over time, you're going to grow. You're going to go faster. Go further, faster. Right. You know what I mean. Do right. more. So I really like that you say that. I remember this dude balling out. Like we went to Sharando. He was older <laughs> than me, and he was just like dunking on I people, like <laughs> just you know, shaking people out their shoes. He was balling out. Okay, I was just on varsity <laughs> for three years. You know? it, was three years. You know? it, was, it was okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't get as much burn as I would like to, but you know. I wish I would have known everything I know now because my mindset I have hey, now, I would have had back then. You would I would have been, it. oh man, I would have been an NBA easily. <laughs> just like, I feel like now I just, my mind is in a great space. Like, I feel like I could do anything, you know, just, it's, it's crazy. Like, when you really know yourself and really find yourself as a person, you build right. that confidence and mm -hmm. nobody can really tell you anything about yourself if you really know yourself. And that's you know not what I'm arrogance. It's, it's, it's yeah, not arrogance. Yeah, bro. It's just knowing yourself at the end of the day. People not, can take yeah. tips from that. I right, like that right. a lot. Like, and I, I like where you're going with that because, like, he's, I've felt that. I've had, I'm maybe in a space of doubt right now, but I know what it feels like to feel so good about your mission and who you are and what you're trying to do that, like, yep. nobody, no negativity can penetrate that shield. And it's also the only way you're going to win as an artist if you are 100% true to yourself because right. <laughs> there's, like, too many people out here trying to make music that if you're just trying to, like, copy somebody else, mm -hmm. you're going to be the second rate, whoever that is. Right. You're not going to be, yeah. like, the first person people's mind goes to, but if you're... 1,000% you, yep. you're going to win all day, every day, because people are going to ride for that. So, right. like, that's definitely, like, he's dropping gems tonight. Gems. He's dropping gems I tonight, you know? Knowing yourself it. doesn't yeah. always pertain just to music either. It goes to many different aspects in life, you know, with, like, right. employment, just knowing yourself, what you're going to tolerate, what you're going to put up with. Right. It goes a long-ass way. long-ass way. It's an endless list. Yeah, he's got tons of it. I see you now, and, like, I see when I was, like, peaking is mm -hmm. what I guess I'm going to call it right now mm -hmm. with inspiration and creativity and motivation like you look like you've got it now yes sir keep running with it appreciate so, it man appreciate of course it. I want to I want to <clears throat> take it back back so I did some digging okay. and we're oh, going to take <laughs> we're going to take this back to 2014 okay oh, the homie just dropped his project <laughs> the Rob Vinci Code yes sir yes, yeah sir. Oh. featured myself <laughs> Yellow back. Child and fellow Iron Skillet member Jet Johnson oh, oh shit as oh. well oh. as Zoe himself <laughs> Uh, t tell us about that, man. Um, the Rob Vinci Code was my first project. Um, I was actually came to the first studio you had um, in Steven City, uh, and um, you mixed my whole project, man. Um, you know, looking back at it, it's kind of hard to remember details and writing th writing aspects of it and what my mindset was back then. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, it was just a. I remember it being a great energy, and I remember. As for my first project, it coming together so kind of smoothly, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I still think it's a classic, classic mixtape for myself. But I mean, I think I, so too. I but you know, it, it's it's kind of hard for me to kind. My mind is so forgetful sometimes, so it's kind of hard for me to give details on specifics about it. But it's definitely I still listen to it at least once a month. That's you know, cool. it's just seeing where I come from and the growth of it, of it all and things like that. 
And I think I dropped some gems in that uh, mixtape as well. I mean, the the intro yeah. was a good track on that. Uh, Point of No Return uh, with Bullwhip is definitely one of my main favorites. I still favorite since today. We did a video for that. That's been that long just, ago? Though? Yeah. Just look yeah. at that. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, see, I thought this was lo- a lot longer than that. But, yeah, like he said, we shot the video for Point of No Return, mm-hmm. and it was freezing that day, and we shot <laughs> yep, that I at Bears that. Den. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was shot by Matt Lohman. Shout out Matt Lohman. Yep. He is on the grind right yep. now. Yep. Go check out the homie. Um, but, yeah, I remember it was freezing that day. Mm-hmm. It was like 20-something degrees. Right. It felt even colder up on, on the mountain when right. the wind the blew. Wind, the wind, yeah. Outside. Oh, oh, 5 4 d shirt. Like, nah, Whoa. I had a white tee. <laughs> in fact, you know, if you go back in my all my videos, I think that's like the only video I didn't have a piece of high you clothing on. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I, yo. That's dope, like, bro. If, and if you guys see another one, like, chime in, let, let me, me know. <laughs> I, that's the only one I could think of off top. But, yeah, I love that video. I love it, too. It's my mom's favorite yeah. video. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> that came from the heart, man. Like, yeah. I do actually remember that session exactly because that was one of the last songs on the mixtape. Mm-hmm. And I, we had talked about doing a song together, the mm-hmm. whole project. I do remember that. And, mm-hmm. and he was... He came in. I don't know if you thought about it before. If you were like thinking, like, oh, let me see what he thinks about this. But anyway, no, I didn't. Like, he honestly, didn't. No. He did. So he, he uh, I remember he saying, "Yo, check this out. I've been working on it. I don't even think like we. He planned to like give I it to me or anything." I think I just had the hook. At yeah, the he, I think you might have just did it exactly. Uh-huh. And then I heard it, and it just resonated with me so much. And you know what I'm saying? At that point in time, I was like not in the position I am now, and you know I was in debt, and like things were just like I got out of college. So I mean, I was able to write some real stuff, and and that like that's still today the realest shit I ever wrote to be honest like there you go you know what I'm saying so, so that that really came from the heart that song there you go That's man it. I love that song yeah. <laughs> I know, how long have you been Rob Vinci oh probably you haven't always been Rob Vinci no right? no no it was Fat Boy B before <laughs> R.I.P. Fat Boy B shout out to Fat Boy B <laughs> now Fat Boy B was the first name I went through a couple of uh, weird names but uh, Rob Vinci uh, it stuck with me um, in case people don't know how I got it, my, my real name yeah. is Bobby. Um, people say Robert for Bobby, so I just use Rob, shorten it to Rob. And Vinci, Leonardo da Vinci is one of the greatest artists, so I just decided yeah. to peep his last name. So there you go. When did you start digging into Leonardo? And like, um, What's your biggest standout that you're like, man, I love this guy? I, I'm not going to lie. I really don't know his artwork too well. The main thing was Ninja Turtles. And yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can remember some of it. Like, that was just, but it was just a dope name. I like Vinci, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say I'm a big fan of Leonardo da Vinci, even though he, I, you know, I know it's some true, of his work, yeah, but you sure. know, he's, he's one of the greatest artist. artists. Day, yeah. The coolest thing about Leonardo, I think, is that we still he's still relevant 600 years after his death. Right. I think that's super important for any artist to take yep. into account. Yep. Um, that's essentially it. He wrote from right to left, which was opposite, and he was left-handed. Dude was very unique. That's about to start doing that. <clears throat> so that's to good to have a name. Block, I'm gonna start writing <laughs> from right to left. Like, like I've I've fit five six songs on a page before, but I have never written from right to left. Wait, so did he, he write words backwards? <clears throat> in codes. He wrote like you know how people write this way. Yeah. He wrote this way. But they he were, was left-handed too. So he so we like, would read it backwards, or so like so like the letters were backwards too. So he would write the. He would write his R like, like this. E H first backwards. E H T. That would be his arm. Is that oh. con- is that some kind of dyslexia or something like that? Is it considered? I or? think he literally. I can't even. I can't That's even crazy, tell you bro. what the dude was thinking, but, but he probably, probably was yeah. just like psychopath. 
<laughs> sociopathic, essentially. <laughs> is that the one that cut his ear off? A lot of artists. No, that's a Van Gogh. It's a Van Gogh cut his ear off. He did the. I think he really Mike wanted Tyson. to leave those secrets for people. <laughs> no, that's why they say like the the Da Vinci Code and shit. He left a lot of subliminal messages in his like physical art, like paintings and shit like that. But if you come across his notebooks, that's something to behold. The gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, it's really the gold. He'd do the, what is it, the Vitruvian Man? The Vitruvian Man and was, yeah. It's like all Mona anatomic Lisa. and pers- yeah, okay, and like precise with the measurements. He also, a lot of people don't know this about the guy, but he would, uh, he would like perform <clears throat> anatomy tests on dead bodies that he would find. He would like go get dead bodies in Italy or wherever the hell he was at, and he would perform like dexterity tests on the dead bodies and shit yeah. like that. I thought that was pretty cool. For the record, there was no dead body in the gritty, and there was no anatomy No hip hop police. Nobody was Get the wrong impression. It's a different Vinci. Different Vinci. Just active. Vinci millennial. We forgot to put that notification on the body. Nobody was harmed. this movie. People were probably like, is Chris okay? Nah, fam. Chris is dead. Chris is not okay. Snitching hard. I think that that's the cool thing about uh, you know cinematics and movie making is like like literally Chris was on we'll call it on set for one day literally one shoot in a picture right. but you know when you watch Gritty you think he was involved in the, the whole thing, thing. Yeah. you know what I mean and that's the cool thing about you know movie yeah. magic you don't know it for sure I'm gonna bring Chris back in with that same jumpsuit <laughs> in another cause. video soon yeah oh he did be, it's gonna have to be, be like a prelude oh it's gonna be so cool Wait <laughs> he's till like he's like I got it Wait, you gonna bring him back together. that'd be yeah, super dope dude, dude this I still gotta bring <laughs> universe not the MCU oh <laughs> oh yeah Migo I still gotta bring the aliens from Fallen Angel into another video yeah that's Wait, so true Chris did a really good job on that no he did he definitely did Chris oh yeah he didn't yeah. say anything. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looked scared, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, "You know, did. fun fact: I actually played the cop as well." Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay Give away Ross. movie secrets like okay. that. <laughs> you could at least wait until the 20 year anniversary. I'm dropping gems too. You know, that, that was supposed to be on the documentary <laughs> on HBO. You guys didn't know whose hand that was. It was mine. <laughs> You're supposed you to work with There was supposed got. to be a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, man, Brandon. We thought it was Chris's hand. <laughs> he had four hands. Yeah, I don't know. Hands. He let himself out of the cup. <laughs> oh my God. Gritty was really fun. I, and, you know, That'd having having that storyline, you know, I think it makes it even funner. Mm-hmm. Um, More fun. Funner. <laughs> funner's not a word? No. no. Funner? No. Really? <laughs> With ER on it is not. You can add more before anything. Runner's a word. More yeah, run. that's <laughs> more run. That's a different story. So though. it's like runner, runner. It's like uh, anyways. Hold up, that's yeah, not yeah. even what go I'm. Go read, go, go read your th- the source. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm looking at my the source tonight, and okay. yeah, you're probably right. Funner, look funner's probably not, said, not a word. Funner's not a word. It's a rat. Just ruined. I forgot that Bullet was like in his depression stare, and I just ruined. I just made it worse. He's like, man, funner's not a word. It's over. Y'all are killing me today. What a worse though, really. But no, for real, like. <laughs> Another thing, you know, when when you are shooting these videos and you're on set, it's easy to get caught up in and having fun, yeah. and you know, you're just you know, the whole environment of it. But you gotta, you know, stay on task. For sure. I think that's yeah. another thing that definitely needs to be said is definitely. you know when you do get in these situations, staying on task, 
going through that shot list and making sure you got everything. Because once you leave, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can recreate it another day, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And it's hard oh, yeah. to match totally it up, fast. you know. And so. Can't let that Henny get to you. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's what I say. You Yo, take I'll, it easy on the Henny. Uh, I'm I barely remember that night. I said, take it easy on the Henny. For real. Trust me, dog. Trust me, dog. That was a cold night. That was a cold night. So that's we needed the Henny. It was cold. It was cold. That's why I was, I was, it was so you know. It was chilly. It was cold. It was cold. Why we always decide to do cold-ass videos, you know? You don't need to make a summertime track. Yeah, for real. Not not only do we decide to do cold videos, both our videos were shot in February. That's crazy. That's wild. Point of No Return was shot there. February 2014, and Gritty was shot February That's 2018. Dope. Stars aligned, That's man. That's crazy. That's awesome. Holla at me next February. Hey, <laughs> February's the time for oh, us, Oh, man. Again. Oh, I'm man. On that. I'm on that. Spinning off what you said, man, like, I really... Never mind. I forgot what I was doing. He said, Is it funner? On set? No, nope, no, 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 nope. Don't try to make that a thing. It's not a thing. I'll go Mean Girls on oh, you. It's not a thing. This is what it is. When you're on the set of the video, nobody's going to hold your hand. And like Rob was saying, when you take on all these tasks and you're the one conducting everything by yourself, nobody else is going to aid you. So, you know, yep. you jumped into it mm -hmm. with anticipating it to be, you know, solely done by you, then you're going to have to finish, you know. You got to do it. Somebody's got to be on set directing. Like, all right. Let's set up for this scene. Mm -hmm. Like, like I was walking over to Trav. Like, Trav, do do we need a, a an angle of her walking away from the car? Or Dude, like Brandon's really good at that. that. I remember Brandon helping me a lot for Fallen Angel, and, and it like helps he was, too. I mean, he like, was setting up scenes and shit. Don't be if you're on set and you're not the director and you see something, don't be afraid to tell mm -hmm. or or give recommendations or whatever. Um, because it helps. It's right. those yeah. little things, you know what I mean. Like, Even if the shot doesn't work out, it's it's still something that, it's that to have might it. work right. out. Yep. Can't yeah. lie either. A lot of the magic happens when the cameras start rolling, kind of like in the studio for certain people. Once that energy starts flowing, all the ideas you pour the in, vibe. and you're like, yeah. "Holy shit, this is where I want to go." Especially mm -hmm. if you have a ninety percent storyboard and it's not a hundred percent yet, then you can just make up the little blank mm -hmm. pieces. Right. And if you're not good at being in charge of things like if you want to step on set and be just an artist for the day that's fine but be aware and make sure you find somebody that's right. in charge of that like there was yeah. like Illa for example that video shoot was a lot for me and my brother is the one that came up with the entire storyline yeah yes. oh dope and he, I still have my mask. I made her sign. <laughs> yeah. And I made and I asked him like, "Hey, like it, I'm going to be doing a lot that day just trying to make sure I do what I need to do. Like, will you be in charge of like organizing the shoot?" And like he's a he's vocal and he's not afraid to tell people what to do, so he was having fun for the day. He was like, "Okay, mm. like get behind yeah. the line." This Plus, is what I think we're he had doing. a little bit a couple drinks at him too. Yeah, so that yeah, too. He went across the street to Milano's yeah, and he courage. was yeah. yeah we all did. So definitely, like, don't be afraid to reach out to people and build yourself a team. You know what I'm definitely. saying? And like, and and it's just gonna help the whole end product be a lot better. I think that goes back to something we mentioned in a prior podcast. And you know, you can't do everything. I know we all try to do it, and you know, at the moment we kind of got you have to, to. But um, but you know, delegating tasks really does help, and it helps you focus on whatever it is you're you got to do. Like, if you're the artist, you got to think about you know. I got to do this. I got to make this move here. I got to remember my lines, this and that. I'm acting, blah, blah, blah. It's hard to direct 20 people or what you did with, you know, 12 or 15 people, whatever it was, trying to direct everybody, mm -hmm. get everybody lined mm -hmm. up, and then, you know, 
Turn it wasn't even that was like half the people I invited to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't mm-hmm. even imagine biting off more than I could chew in that aspect. Easy to yeah, yeah. bark up the wrong tree, huh? But totally, yeah. Right. You need you a team. A people. I'm sorry, go ahead. You need a team. Like you have to have a team. Like it may look like these people out here doing it by themselves. They got a team behind them. Oh, oh yeah, delegating every time. What Brandon mm-hmm. was saying, uh, with delegating people, you know, as the iron skillet, we all have our strong points and we all take on different tasks that not saying that we couldn't do it because as artists, I feel like I could take on anything if I really put my mind to it. And I feel like everyone in the room does. Facts. But we all have our strong points and we uh, carry the weight equally when doing mm-hmm. things like that. It's like a I team sport. Oh, my bad, my bad. Definitely yeah, yeah. a team sport. Definitely, totally definitely a team always. sport. You, one man can't do it alone. Ask Allen Iverson, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have a team. Yeah, he you know, sadly so even, even the great Michael Jordan couldn't do it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Where would he be without Pippen or Rob? It, exactly. There you you go. Know, people, Where would he be without Bugs Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? For sure. Wouldn't be an actor, I'll tell you that. You right. Hey, let's bring it back to to Rob. So I want to know what you got coming up next. What can everybody out there expect from you in the future? I got the video of Tavabin coming out, which was uh, shot in Miami. I plan on releasing that on June 6th. And that was the whole point of the uh, Florida license plate in Gritty, by the way. I guess I'll uh, give out a little gems. uh, There you go. So we're connected. 20th anniversary, Rob. We are, in fact, extending the Migo universe. Bobby has literally taken his his character and has, and is, is, He's off to the races, right? Oh, I'm proud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like yeah. proud. Yeah. Right, right. Son dropped me off and went to Miami. <laughs> yeah. Bob, Bob is a different, more energy though. Um, it's probably. I think it's gonna give more feelings to the ladies. I think the ladies gonna like that a little bit more. But yeah. you know, um, it's definitely a new sound to it. I, I, yeah. I think everybody's gonna give, have a good reaction to that. She went off to Miami. Miami, yes, and I, I love my. If you, I don't know if y'all been to Miami. I've been there. Miami. I've been to Miami. Miami's a great city. It's a great city. Yeah. A great city. city. You gotta watch there. yourself. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You can get caught up <laughs> real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Boardwalks are huge, and people definitely try to get you. Like, watch out for like oh, pickpockets I mean, and shit. That's everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. I just ended up doing going harder than I really anticipated <laughs> right. going a couple times. I didn't get a chance to party as much as I would have liked to. I mean, it was just me and the director, and we were we shot literally all day because we didn't know the spot, so we had to find locations like scout uh-huh. free. Yeah, we were like basically. Did you know the guy? Uh, I for a little bit, not like you know. I've known him probably like three weeks before that or something. We kind of right. just set it up like that. I barely like. I mean, I know I'm cool now. We're cool now, but like, not really as much. Like, I know Travis for years. Like, yeah. it's only been like mm-hmm. three weeks with him. You know yeah. What I'm but yeah, shout out to uh, Dane Duncan. Uh, he 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 did a great job. Um, cool. That's gonna be coming out soon. That's the visual, awesome. like the little teasers you've dropped, oh, they look it's, dope. It's man. beautiful, man. Like the what I was wearing, the colors with it. Uh, it's gonna, yeah, it's yeah, the whole vibe. It's, it's gonna be dope. Right. Yeah. Song's called Vibe. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. gonna. You gonna be drop that when it gets warm? Oh yeah, June June sixth is save the date. June sixth. You putting the date on in there? Yeah, yeah, I'm One giving y'all the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Um, after that, uh, I plan on releasing a single, King Me. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a visual to that, but that's going to be September 9th, I think I have it for. So expect that one, too. I might give y'all EP at the end of the year. I haven't decided. I've been going back and forth. I'm going to have to talk to Brandon with that, but we'll, we'll see what well, happens. Well, you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we get a, can we get a vote? Get a, I feel like you already got it. Uh, base, it's on, I'm based on, I mean, I got the songs done. I mean, it's just having re-recording. Let's get a show of hands who wants an EP. <laughs> Give the people what they want. For all okay, the all right. Right. out there, everybody <laughs> raise their hand. Right, <laughs> no, I definitely think you're doing a good job. Appreciate Gritty, it. when you came came to me with Gritty and we wrote it, uh, 
I was very excited about it. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's called Gritty, and so. I rep that shit to the fullest. Yeah. So, You're a perfect person. You I know think what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I heard Brandon say Gritty or Woke, <laughs> he's the bro, man. We'd he's have been out of here already. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be millionaires. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a statue of Bull in Steven City one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the size of the speaker over there. Oh, oh, oh yeah. They're gonna put him in a dog park and shit. Oh. He ain't even got no dog park. Yo, it's it's gonna, gonna be like Newtown Commons. They're gonna put me in Newtown Commons across the Clems Garage. Hey, how did, how did you get your name, Bull? How did I get oh, my name? Man. Actually, it was Yellow's cousin. Okay. Uh, JP? Yeah, he's just. I don't know. I was working the finish line, and you know, I, you know, I never had a pair of Jordans until I worked the finish line. It's almost like I got, you know, Vans or Cole's shoes up until yeah. I actually started working at a shoe store. The back so. to school specials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you get the new pair every yeah, year, right, and you'd right. only get a new new one if that other pair busted. Yeah. Occasionally, my grandma would take me to finish line. You know, I had a pair of nice pumps back in the day. I was yeah. very proud of those. Oh, Couldn't man. tell you what happened to them. They definitely. <laughs> Right. Got lost, but yeah, uh, you got robbed. So, <laughs> pun intended. Vinci. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one day he's just like, "Yo, bull," and I was like, "Oh, it's hmm. interesting." Like and then bull, bull whip, my That's last dope. name. So yeah, That's he just dope. called you bull out of the blue. Well, B Brandon Bull Jordans. Oh, I bull. thought it was because you used to bully kids in high school. Man, that's I heard that. Man, I heard that. You know, used to bully people. I heard that. I was joking. Makes sense. I feel like now that you got me on that, I gotta like defend myself. I was started a whole other topic. All right, he's like the one. He's got to. I may have, and if I bullied you back when I was in high school, I promise you, I'm a completely different person now. I've actually had somebody reach out to me, and you know, I forget how the conversation even went, but. uh they told me, yeah, you, you didn't like me in high school. You guys used to bully me. And they mentioned a couple other names. And I'm like, man, I feel terrible. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I mean, may, I, maybe I did know at the time. But, you know what I mean? You don't young think don't about that when you're young. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I just apologize. And he's like, man, you know, I really respect that, you know, you saying that. And, you know, it made me feel good. But also made me was like, man. Damn. What kind of person was I back then? Right. Yeah. He took you off the killer list. Like killer I was list. just thinking yeah, about right? that, the you Adam Sandler, yeah. Billy Madison. No, when, when, yeah. when he hit me, I was like, Cross. man, maybe because yo, there was kids back in our uh, grade that you know thought about things mm -hmm. like that, which yeah. is kind of wild. Even now, it's scary yeah. times, man. It is scary. Times. I got a story actually about that. Uh, uh, I want to hear. It. I ain't gonna put no names in here and shit. But mm -hmm. anyway, I was at school and um, the dude was like. I don't know. He's kind of he played basketball too, but he was like a little like like a reserve type guy, kind of mm -hmm. kind of crazy a little bit. And we was talking about something, and he was joking. Mm -hmm. But he was, we were talking, and he was just like, "Don't worry, when I come here and kill everybody, you're you're safe." Shut up. That's, I was like, "That's crazy." I bet. Nah, all right, what? Can I get this in writing? For <laughs> 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 everything, but I'll never forget that, bro. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, he's like thinking but twice. He's, yeah, he smiled, but I'm like, I don't know. That motherfucker would do it. Can we just put it on the record? Did did he or did he not? Did no. everybody's okay? No, right? I mean, he's married, living well, bro. Thank you for not fucking hey. hey. with like, Big shout out situation, though, man. I just dapped him up. You just that's try crazy. to like play it off. Do you take that as a compliment? Hope for the best. Hell yeah, I get to get out the building. Yeah. 
Brought them back now. <laughs> it's like they start going to your conscious. I was like, do I like, save these I, other people? Yeah. Do I, like, yeah. Yo, what like, should I like, do? Where did we go? Where did we go? And, and, and before I run out, I'm going to tell them, shoot the vending machine. It's like all the chips and shit. So, oh, man. my God. Hit that vending machine don't Damn, you shot through the Gatorade. And then I'm out, you know? Lord have mercy. Honestly, what's crazy is... um. The other day, I actually had to pick up my uh, little cousin from Shrando, the local high school here, because someone did make a threat. For real? Yep. At you Shrando. know, I feel like I'm hearing about that more and more, like bomb threats or it, or yeah. Well, something. it was a this kid made a YouTube video and posted on YouTube. What? Oh yeah. my god! It was a kid. Yeah, she said she got to school and there was like a twenty cops at school, like I guess checking people. They take that seriously. Yeah. yeah, but they, I mean, they still had mm-hmm. school and stuff, and but she was scared to death. So, so she, she left, yeah. Was like, I want to leave. So I feel like schools are like completely different nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure. When we were in school, but churches, everything. You're not safe. I mean, nowhere, life man. is different nowadays. Yeah, you know, people people right. move differently. People on the edge. Internet, everybody's think, on edge. And I know. think that's why, like, it's super. And I know this is like me, kind of just like. I think that's why it's good to have people like you that are talking about positivity. Like right. every right. single thing Definitely. that he expressed on this podcast Very episode positive. was just positivity, yep. wanting to help, wanting to spread light, and like. You gotta remember to be try to be that because you never know what people need. You right. never know who just needs like a little bit of a little right. bit of a lift up there. Right. So it's I kind of live by that that quote right there. Yeah, definitely because you you can be the biggest help to somebody. You never know what somebody's going through. Right. Which I put myself into people's shoes all the time. But small gestures go a long way for people, especially yeah. if they're feeling down. You know what I'm saying? If I saw Bull in the alley after the podcast and he was like, you know, fetal position, like, you know, woke, man. It's all right, bro. Like, <laughs> woke. Just give me a woke. Just give him a woke, <laughs> you know, bro. It's a you know, woke, gesture. man. You pat him on the back. <laughs> yeah, you know, before we started the podcast today, everybody's like, oh, Bull, just right. let me let me hear some yes and some wokes. Facts. That'll make you feel better. <laughs> it, it, it helped yeah, look a little bit. He, he, he smiled a little bit. That's that lyrical bit. exercise right there. Right? He smiled so, a little bit. So, Rob Vinci in the building. Gritty's out now. All platforms. Definitely right. go check him out. Uh-huh. Got a lot coming. Vibin comes out June. June 6th. June yeah. 6th. Right. Be on the lookout. Video Where? shot in Miami. Where can people find you if they want to go um, keep your stuff? I'm on? Uh, Rob Vinci, R-O-B-V-I-N-C-I. I'm on YouTube. You can find me on SoundCloud. Um, all platforms, really. I, I I don't think I'm missing anything, to be honest. So you could definitely find me. Uh, my at, my Instagram name is R-O-B, at R-O-B underscore V-I-N-C-I. Um, same with the, that's my Twitter handle as well. Um, you can basically find me, just Google me, uh, Rob Vinci. Um you can find my music. I try to make it as easy as possible for everybody to see. So, heck yeah, yeah. Look please go listen brand to it. Too, Capital Society. Keep a lookout for all that. Appreciate that. Definitely, yeah. definitely. You got any shout outs? Um, shout out to my wife and kids, oh. Destiny Marie, um, Jeremiah, Julian. Um, I love them more than I think. That's what's helping help me and that my confidence as well. And my family is really supportive. Um, so, you know, just being around love, man, I'm telling you, man, love can go a long way yeah. with just everybody. You know, we're, like you said, we're living in a world right now where it's like people are trying to find happiness and they don't know where to get it, but it's really right here right. in yourself. Like, you know, you don't have to go to drugs, you don't have to go to sex or, you know, religion like that. You know what I'm saying? You can really find it right here and just spreading the same love to other people, you know, it makes you feel a certain type of way. Like, and, you know, just bring the universe together. I mean, the, the universe is in definite need of love right now. And, uh, 
that's all I'm trying to spread. You know what I'm saying? Like, my videos might not always have a great message to it or anything like that, but I'm an entertainer at the end of the day. But I really want people to see the bigger picture and the light I'm trying to pursue, like, being on your own, like, being your own boss, you know what I'm saying? And, and the mentality of a boss even, like, even if you're working on a job, you're still your own boss at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to think of it as, you know, you go into this job, and they're paying you to do a job, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look at it as, as I'm, I'm working for this guy. No, you're the boss. They're paying you to do this certain job, and you do that job, and you do it well, and you do it right, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you find out what to do with money and where to put your money so you can have that financial freedom in order to do what you need to do. Um, and that and that's the message I'm really trying to spread out. You know what I'm saying? Like we're living in a world where people aren't knowing. They're trying to find a substitute, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's really in yourself. And you know, it's really about love. It's big. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's that was beautiful. Awesome. That's yeah. beautiful, That man. just touched my heart. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the motivation yeah. I need to hear. Yeah. There you go. And I think you, everybody out there needed to hear it, too. I'm, I'm telling you, man. Yes. It's not about anything else, man. You don't need the money. You, you If you have a good supporting system around you, you know, cut the bad energy off. I don't care if it is family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. If you have bad energy around you, cut it off. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to be distant from people. You know what I'm saying? If they're not showing love... Cut them off. It's only gonna help yourself at the end of the day. So. Growth, yeah. Sometimes you need change. Yep. Yeah. One last time. Gritty's out now. Our special guest, Rob Vinci, in the building. Yes, sir. Appreciate Go check him out. Go follow him. All of that. We are the Iron Skillet. Yeah. We are gonna catch y'all soon. Boom. Yes.